0: This is Indie Business Podcast, Season 3, Episode 12, Makers on Main Street. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. My goal is to help makers and creative entrepreneurs build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. On this episode, I will introduce you to Amber Hawthorne of Bamboo Earth in San Juan Capistrano, California. Amber just hosted the soft opening of her store this past weekend, and she tells us all about it in this episode. Among other things, you'll hear how she used Kickstarter to fund her dream business how she uses indoor and outdoor space to sell products and host spa parties, and how she uses Instagram to promote both her physical store and her online store. You'll also love hearing a bit about Amber's lifestyle and philosophy, including incorporating her young daughter into the family business and how her lifestyle choices complement and help boost her brand. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 36. I cannot wait to introduce you to Amber Hawthorne of Bamboo Earth. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Indie Business Network, a trade organization for makers and creative entrepreneurs. Members enjoy mentoring and coaching and success calls with experts who can help you grow both personally and professionally. I also offer peer-inspired networking and masterminding services and affordable product liability insurance so you can manage your business with peace of mind and more easily get your products onto retail store shelves. If you're already a member, be sure to check out our latest success call with MailChimp expert and HubSpot partner Gavin Baker in Knoxville, Tennessee on the topic of how to build a profitable email list. If you're not a member, you can enjoy a complimentary 15-day trial at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. And now, let's welcome Amber Hawthorne of Bamboo Earth in San Juan Capistrano, California. Amber Hawthorne from Bamboo Earth in California, how are you today? I'm great, Donna Maria. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Now I'm so excited because this is like 72 hours after the opening of your new store and I just want to hear like totally all the details. I saw some pictures in your newsletter but I have to tell you it wasn't nearly enough pictures. So you've got (laughs) to fill me in on how things went. This was a soft opening. So tell me what is a soft opening there at Bamboo Earth and how did it go?
1: Yeah, a soft opening we decided to do instead of a grand opening right away so that we could get some feedback from customers. Um, so we actually didn't completely build out our store in its entirety right away. Um, that way we could get people in the door, um, we could get people seeing that we're here and then we, we have temporary shelving right now, um, but we've gotten so much great feedback so far so it's been really amazing
0: now I so want to dive into the details and you know I'm gonna do that but first Amber take us back a few years to the beginning of your business and tell us how you started bamboo earth what's the story there
1: sure yeah I have always been a pretty crafty person and my first business I was sweeping porches and my second business I was selling candy bars to my classmates and I so I've always been kind of you know entrepreneurial and I love making things and selling my you know own artwork and kind of you know working with my hands and so one day I was in the craft store at Michael's and I stumbled upon soap making uh you know ingredients and I never thought I never knew that I could make soap so I was super interested in that and I thought oh how fun like I'm gonna totally going to do this. So I brought all the ingredients home and it was, it was the melt and pour kind of uh, soap uh, ingredients. And so I brought everything home and I started making my own soap. And then um, maybe around the same time, my mom started uh, learning about ingredients that are in food products and she started sharing that with me. And I always thought that if something was, you know, in food on the shelf or it was in skincare, that it, it should be safe to use because, you know, we have... Things that regulate all of those things, and so I never thought anything of it until she started telling me about, uh, you know, some harmful ingredients that were in uh, food. So I, of course, you know, looked in my food, and I couldn't believe that there were, you know, things that could be harmful. And I looked in my soap, and I, I found some questionable ingredients. And back then, you know, natural products weren't as trendy. So now you could probably totally find natural melt and pour soap bases and, and great things like that, but. Then you know, I there, there weren't any options like that in mainstream stores, and so I decided to research making my own soap from scratch so that I could control exactly what went into it. Um, and that was that was pretty fun. So, I, I it took me a year and a half to two years to actually make my first batch because I was terrified, I never thought I'd be doing chemistry ever, <laughs> um, and so I decided to commit to not just making soap that was all natural, but also worry-free because, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, some ingredients I decided to source that were fair trade, you know, and uh, sustainably sourced and things like that, so it was really fun to be able to um, make sure that my products were, you know, completely natural and that you wouldn't have to worry about the ecological impact that your purchase would have.
0: and what, like what year did you start Bamboo Earth? What year was that?
1: Bamboo Earth was founded in 2009.
0: And so fast forward to today, here we are in 2015. And one of the things that you did last year that I thought was so fascinating, I want you to tell us a little bit about it was you hosted a Kickstarter campaign, a successful Kickstarter campaign, I might add, um, you know, when you were planning to open your store and you use those Kickstarter funds to start your store. So tell us a little bit about how you decided to use Kickstarter. Why did you choose Kickstarter? I know there are other options and what are like two or three of your best tips for making a successful Kickstarter campaign?
1: Yeah. So uh, we were, at first we were going to do Indiegogo, um, but then we decided to actually uh, Kickstarter didn't allow us bath and body products for a little bit, and so we thought we were going to have to do Indiegogo, and then they, right before we were going to start planning into launching a campaign, they started allowing it again. So we decided to go back on the Kickstarter platform just because it was more well known. So, you know, when we were telling people about crowdfunding, Kickstarter is one of those names that, you know, more people have heard about, and so it's a little bit more... Uh, you know, trusted and well-known and we wanted it to be as easy as possible to raise the funds and so we decided to go uh, you know, on that platform, but now, you know, Indiegogo is much much gaining a lot more steam and stuff and so uh, you know, they're just almost as well-known as Kickstarter now, but then, you know, campaigns were, the percentage of a campaign getting funded on Kickstarter was much higher, so we decided to go with that one. Um, And then we, really, we there were a couple of resources that were invaluable to us. One of them were uh, the four-hour work week. We went on to uh, the four-hour work week blog. If you search for hacking Kickstarter, there's an article on there that Tim Ferriss wrote that basically walks through a Kickstarter. Campaign from start to finish. How to pre- how to pre- prepare for it, and it's complete with email templates and and great great information that really helped us um, move forward without doing a lot of guesswork. So we used that, and then also uh, we used Green Inbox, um, which was a platform that you could directly message people on Facebook um, and. That was one of the biggest um, reasons why we got funded, is because we weren't afraid to ask. <laughs> um, I know that a lot of people, sometimes it can be hard to ask, you know, your friends and family and your network to help fund you. But uh, people want to be a part of something special, and they want to play a role in helping your business succeed. And so, a lot of times, we just need to ask, you know, for the for the support and. Uh, we really prepared months and months in advance. So before we ever launched the campaign, we were telling people that we were going to launch it soon. We were reaching out to you know, different areas of our network. And especially people who had a lot of influence, we were asking them to share it on their social media networks or on their blogs. Um, and that really contributed to the success of our campaign.
0: And I loved the video that you did, too. That was so wonderful and such a great vehicle to use to share your story and give us some visuals and really, Amber, to hear your voice and hear your heart. That, that was really that really um, did a lot to, you know, frankly, get me to watch the whole video because you know how hard it is to get people to like sit and watch like a three minute (laughs) video like and and you did such a great job of of really speaking from your heart and sharing your vision so um so and and of course that led um you in part to the opening of your store so how did you promote your soft opening How, how did you get people to come and you know what did you do to get people to come in the door there
1: yeah. Uh, our advertising and promotion strategy has always been really authentic to word of mouth, social media, and email marketing. We haven't really branched out much as far as print marketing or um, you know, anything like that. I mean, we, there are other venues that we've attempted, but we've just found that um, reaching out to people that we've built deep relationships with through social media and email Um, are the best way to promote, you know, the things that we're doing so far. And so that's all we did. We just, uh, we sent out an email newsletter. Um, We did send out Kickstarter updates, of course, because those are the people that supported the whole thing. And um, we just posted updates on social media, too. And then the cool thing is, um, you know, San Juan Capistrano, where our store is located, has, you know, a a built-in community that's really tight knit and you know we just developed relationships with the neighbors here and we've been you know networking that way too so it's been really fun so far.
0: What are your favorite and most effective social media tools Amber?
1: My favorite is Instagram. I love Instagram and honestly I have to (laughs) I have to give myself time limits because I could get lost in Instagram but it is so much fun to be able to connect with people through photos and to be able to comment. And I love interacting with my customers on Instagram. So you you will rarely see a comment go unnoticed by me on Instagram. So if anyone wants to get a hold of me, that's probably even better than email. I respond right away and I, I just love using it.
0: And why why Instagram? I mean, I get that it's fun for you and you enjoy the visuals and you enjoy sharing there. How does it help your business other other than obviously you enjoy it, which is important, but do you trace customers to there? Do you promote things and people go to your site and buy them? How do you use it to get people to support your business and buy the products that you offer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, the funny thing is I most of my posts – at least I try to make most sometimes I get really excited about my products I mean I'm always excited about my products but sometimes I'm super super excited and so I'll go through a little blast where I'm posting a bunch about my products but for the most part we don't post to promote as much as we post to engage so we really like to give people something that's of value so we post a lot of quotes and just a lot of inspirational photos and things like that um, we We've noticed a lot, we actually do a lot of collaborations on Instagram too, so um, for example we partner with a couple of companies like Simplicity Cosmetics and uh, Primally Pure who makes deodorant. Simplicity Cosmetics does makeup, mineral makeup and then uh, Primally Pure does natural deodorant and those are products that we get questions about all the time. When are you going to make makeup and when are you going to make deodorant and uh, you know we can't make everything. and you know, I learned that lesson the hard way because in the beginning, you know, people would say, oh, you should make this or oh, you should make that. And so I was like, okay, I'll make that and this. And before you knew it, I had, you know, well over 60 SKUs and it was just a nightmare. And so I had to trim down my line and really focus and hone in on what I was going to make and be good at. And so since then, we've really decided to partner with other people who are already doing those things well so that we can direct our customers to, uh, you know, a source that's trusted so we've really noticed a big boost in our uh, in our customer base and our uh, you know sales when we cross promote each other so you know for example a lot of of customers that go to Primally Pure for their deodorant they refer back to us for our dry shampoo and so we really share each other's customer bases and it's been you know awesome collaborating with companies like that so Instagram has been A really pivotal part of our success. Uh, A lot of people can instantly, you know, people when they connect with us on Instagram, they're going to post on Instagram when they get their product in the mail. That's just like the first thing they do. (laughs) And they're always posting like, I'm so excited to get my bamboo with dry shampoo in the mail. So we can see results, even just following our hashtags and following uh, people who are posting about us.
0: That sounds like so much fun. I can see why you enjoy it so much. Did you use Instagram to get people to come to your soft opening?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's funny because I have met so many Instagram friends since we've opened. (laughs) People come in and they'll say, oh, we follow you on Instagram. It's so fun to meet you. And it's just so neat to take pictures of those people and post on Instagram and, um, Mm. you know, get to meet people, you know, through social media.
0: It sounds like a lot of fun. And so I'm um, so, you know, and I do love your Instagram. It's pretty, you make everything so just, have a, just have, a, have a knack for that. So, you know, that that's such a good, uh, a good gift. Um, it's almost like I feel like I'm, you know, walking into a piece of your life when I go into your Instagram. Um, it's, it, you know, you're, you're posting pictures of your store now, you're, your products. I see pictures of your daughter, who's gorgeous little Bailey and your husband. So it really is a well rounded feel. um, When I go to your Instagram. So Amber, tell us what your business model looks like. Like you've got, obviously, you have where you started, which is online retail. And now you have a retail store. What, What else do you sell? Do you have classes and other sorts of things? Tell us what your business model looks like.
1: Yeah, so yes, we do online retail and now the physical retail store, but before we did the, before we opened this store, and actually one of the main reasons we decided to move into retail space is because we started doing spa parties, where we would invite, you know, a few groups of girls to come and try all of our products and have kind of just a a pampering evening, where they would get to try our products, and I would make lavender scones, and Rose cardamom cocktail, and they'd be in their robes and slippers, and you know, women were able to sit around and ask questions about my products, and I was able to educate people face to face, one on one. And that really did a number. We uh, realized how much there is a need for that face to face, one on one educational piece, especially when it comes to our products and the ingredients that we use and um, the effectiveness of the skincare and things like that. So we decided. To expand into the spa parties a little bit more, so we started host. Uh, we started allowing others to host spa parties and invite their friends, and then we would travel to this to their the house and be able to, you know, educate their friends on the skincare and natural soap and natural products, which was awesome because a lot of these women had weren't even. In the natural realm. Like they were not even interested in natural products, really. They were just there for a spa party. So it was really fun to be able to watch people learn about, you know, ingredients that are good for you and why it's important to use skincare that has good ingredients. And so we decided after many, many people would also ask, are you going to open a store? Uh, we, you know, of course crunched the numbers and really did a lot of planning and decided that it would be feasible to open up a retail space where we could also hold spa parties. So our space right now is about 200 square feet indoors where we sell our products and then we have an adjoining outside space that's about a thousand square feet where we'll hold private spa parties and people can come and learn about the product and that way I don't have to travel. <laughs> To individual homes and um you know to educate people but they can host a spa party right here and um i think it's going to be super fun and and i um, just going to complement what we're already doing
0: that is so interesting you have a very small store
1: that's mm-hmm. inside
0: and an outdoor space that's four or five times the size of the smaller store. There's there's more of a story there. What, what, I mean, I hear, I hear the spa party, but I mean, what does that look like? And, and is, is it covered and is there, are there lights? I mean, is this a place where people could go to have like, I mean, I can just, I want to have a party there and I haven't even seen it. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, you can play music, right. You can have, um, you know, candles and, you could serve dinner. I mean, you could use that space for a million things that have nothing to do with a spa party, right? Right, absolutely. That's so um, smart and fun and exciting yeah. and I want to go there.
1: Yeah, you should come.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I should, shouldn't I? Um <laughs> you know, I'll have to I'll have to really really think about that. And I, I love that because we're talking about retail stores, but but you have a retail store with a twist and I didn't even know that. So This is like, that's why I'm measuring my thoughts. I'm like, what can I ask about that? Because how many people would love to do that? Because you get more space that's not inside. So you have something to offer that anyone who has a great store and great spa parties doesn't have.
1: Right. And, you know, honestly... I, I'm i super blessed because this street that we're on in San Juan Capistrano, the street's name is Los Rios, and it's a historical district. So the place that I'm in used to be a jailhouse. So it's this little, cute, old, barn kind of looking building. And then they've added on a really adorable old-fashioned with a clawfoot foot tub and cute little sink bathroom and then there's this brick patio outside with an old shed that we get to you know do workshops out of and then this when you go downstairs there's this area that we're going to do the spa parties at and you know this this whole location is very unique the train stops right by here so it's kind of a tourist destination but it's also really warm in the hearts of locals too. So the people that come are really eclectic, and there's a wide range of people who are walking down the streets every day. And um, it's a really fun place. Next door, there's a place called uh, Ramos House Cafe, which serves incredible food. That I have there. I've had their um, their cookbook actually for forever, and it's really fun that I get to you know sit next to them in a retail space. And then down the street, there's hidden house coffee, and they serve um, craft coffee that they roast themselves. And it's just a really fun, interesting vibe. And, you know, we fit right in.
0: You sure do. It sounds like a destination location. Are there hotels nearby for people who want to travel out there and visit and have dinner and coffee and a spa party? Absolutely. If you just Google
1: <laughs> if you google San Juan Capistrano and hotels, you can find probably a ton of places. I prefer to stay in Airbnb places. Um so if you go on Airbnb and look at places nearby, you could probably find a lot cuter, you know, places to stay for sure.
0: <laughs> That's so so exciting. So in your business model, you have retail off your website. You have a store where you now sell your products. You offer spa parties. Do you teach classes for people to make their own products? Is that part of the spa party?
1: No, not yet. We okay. we do teach we have taught classes before at the ecology center in different places locally, but we haven't yet taught a class at our store. We do plan on offering workshops where we teach how to make a scrub or we come and you know, or we allow a guest speaker to come and teach on something. But we haven't quite dove into that arena yet.
0: And what um, about wholesale, Amber? Do you, you have wholesale customers as well who buy your products to sell in their stores?
1: Yes, we do, we do wholesale for sure. We have accounts all over the United States, but right now we're taking uh, Lila Barker's LBU. Um, so I'm super excited to expand more into wholesale. We also do craft shows. So our the craft show that we love to do is Renegade. And we just got back from San Francisco last month, which was really fun. That was the first time we've ever traveled to a Renegade. Normally we do the local Los Angeles one.
0: Now Amber, I know your store is new and you've just had a soft opening. I look forward to the grand opening, which I'm sure will be very exciting. But how do you leverage your physical presence with your virtual presence? Do you have different strategies for each or how much do they overlap? Overlap. What sorts of things do you do to make sure that your online customers know about your store and your spa parties and your spa party um, in-person physical customers know that they can reorder online etc?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we always give people cards when they come in and really emphasize that we started out online. We started in 2009 and we've had most of our business online, and then we also cross promote um, to our online customers and let them know about our stores through social media and um, email and things like that. But also, we've really been expanding into Yelp and Google um, and geotagging on Instagram so that people can know that they can find us.
0: Now, now you have been sharing so many amazing things that you're doing. And you have an adorable daughter and you have a husband. And so you have a life, obviously, outside of your business. How do you integrate all of this together, Amber? Because you've, you're, you've, got, a, you know, you've got busy wholesale, you've got, you've got to manage an online store. Do you have employees? Do you have help with your daughter? How, how do you integrate all that so that it all works together to serve you, your family, and your business well?
1: Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Actually, I don't know if you could hear my daughter <laughs> just now, but
0: yes, she, she was went... actually right on cue for that question in my in my planning here.
1: <laughs> um, it's funny. She uh, just she's going to start school on Wednesday, so tomorrow, which it'll be today when you air this,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> um,
1: and that'll be her first day. She'll go to school until twelve thirty, and then she'll store and take store and take a nap. So we have a whole setup for her at the store where she can play and take a nap and um, as far, I mean my husband is super duper supportive um, and he has been absolutely incredible and then just our community of friends have really been a big help. We also live with another family who's been an amazing help because we really love to live in community with other people and so um, we share a home with another family and um, it's been absolutely incredible.
0: Oh, hi, Bailey. Is that Bailey? Do we get a treat from Bailey? Yes, that is so wonderful. Bailey, this is your radio debut, honey, your podcasting (laughs) debut. It's so nice to meet you.
1: (laughs) person
0: one day she wakes up early <laughs> oh I, you know I, and, and you know let me just say I know how it is I have children myself they're not that young but they were and I get it when I started my podcast um my son was two so yes there were some interruptions there um but you know that's one of the things that we talk about here on the indie business podcast Amber is you know we're not just doing one thing we're makers we're creative people we're doing different things and as women we have children so we have to figure out how to to fit them in. And it sounds like what you've done for your store is you've created a space where she can have space of her own. She's got some place to sleep and some place to play. And so you're integrating her into your lives and your home so that she can, you know, grow up seeing her mom and her dad achieving something together as a family.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and that was a big part of, of when we decided to open the store that we made sure that she would be a part of it. Yeah. Which is a huge commitment to make and, and at times it can be really hard, but you know, I truly believe that businesses that are that are truly family owned, there's something special about that, you know, mm-hmm. that she'll grow up in the store, that she'll get to see people um just come and visit and get to see her mom. You know, building something that's meaningful and that's helping people and yes. I, I really believe that that's important to that she gets to grow up seeing that she has that option too.
0: Yes, I absolutely agree with you and um, our kids are going to get the message that they can get a job no matter what we do but unless we show them how you can build something of your own they might get it, but they'll get it way later. We want, it, we want them to get it <laughs> right. now, right? So <laughs> yeah. so exciting to hear that. So tell us where do we go? What's your address um, so that we can come and visit your store and learn more about you? What are your hours? Give us that information for those of us who are lucky enough to be out there. <laughs> what do we do?
1: Sure, um, the address is 31766 Los Rios Street. And really, uh, it's super easy to find. You just uh, go to the train station in San Juan Capistrano, and you hang a right, and we're right in between Hummingbird Cafe and Ramos House Cafe, which are some of the most popular places in the San Juan Historic District, so you really can't miss us. Um, There's free parking right across the street, so you can park by the movie theater, you can park in back by the park, um, which actually, it's a really great place to bring our kids because there's a park right by our store. Um, that's a really fun park, and uh, it sounds and like open... it
0: has everything.
1: Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, we're open on Tuesday through Thursday from ten to five, and then Saturday, Friday and Saturday, we're open an extra hour, so ten to six, and then Sunday we have limited hours from eleven to four.
0: Well, congratulations on all of your success, Amber. And I know this is just the beginning. You've been at this since 2009, but you have so many exciting things coming in front of you. I just get so excited just feeling your energy and really feeling the energy from your your location out there. And I haven't even been yet, so I want to encourage all of you uh, visit her if you're out there. If not, you know, Bamboo Earth, B A M B U earth.com. Check them out on Instagram and have some fun. Amber will answer you. I know this personally because she answers me. (laughs) So we're very excited for you. And we just look forward to hearing more and, you know, learning more about your business as you grow. Amber, thank you so much for joining us on the Indie Business Podcast today.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Amber Hawthorne of Bamboo Earth in San Juan Capistrano, California. And if you did, won't you show me some love on Twitter? Just go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash love. And you can let your friends know that you enjoy the Indie Business Podcast. I really try to make it useful for you. And if I'm successful, please let me know by sharing. And if I can improve this podcast, let me know that too. There's a contact link at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash contact. And you can share what you'd like to see and how I can serve you better. I'll see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder and create the life you love.